The Rain Man Show contains discussions that are 49% geek, 51% douche. What's up, bitches? Listener discretion is advised. So uncivilized. Previously on Rain Man. That's why God invented the paper bag. Yeah, and also, I don't think Muslims have it wrong in uh, in the Middle East. Like, this whole thing wearing, like, um, hijabs and mm-hmm. and all these cool robes, this is, that's where it's at. I've never been so liberated during coronavirus, not worrying about shaving your face, not worrying about having, you know, perfect complexion, because you can just wrap that shit up and go wherever you want. And you have an excuse. You can go in your PJs to Circle K without looking like a chump. Because why? COVID. I'm working from home. Well, you can. I want to live in the Middle East and maybe join Al Qaeda. Wow, that was a bit of a jump. Well, listen, <laughs> that's a little bit too extreme. Lifetime yeah. fitness in the sun, in the middle. Of I don't that. think there are any good benefits. <laughs> From what I hear, you're becoming part of a... Oh, listen, anything's better than working for yourself. If they offer me insurance, I'm in. <laughs> okay, okay. Can I hear an amen? Can I hear an amen? Louder! And now, from the Cave of Wonders, live in the presence of gods, welcome to the Rain Man Show. Motherfucking peanut butter and jealous! Let's go get up! Let's go get up! Line them up! Fuckers hate us because they hate No, 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 no. To the Rain Man Show. Hello, Thomas Cowley. How are you? I'm doing just fine. How are you today? I'm good. Tony, hello. How are you today? And Avi, hello. Hello, boys. All right, so we are here, Thomas Cowley. Yes. I'm going to call you by your full name. I say this twice now. This is odd. Full name, Thomas Cowley. I, I, that only happens when you're in trouble from well, your parents. I'm getting to that age where I'm old enough where I can do that. You know, first name, last name. Okay. Because, I'm, you know, I can be stern. Is, can, oh, is I'm that the it? older gentleman now. That's it. It does bother me, though, being the older gentleman, because when I see someone, like, in their 30s say sir to me. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sir. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> sir. Uh, that oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Doesn't it make you feel distinguished, though? No. There's nothing distinguishing about feeling old. Tony, I mean, that's something made up by old people. It's, that's the only thing that's keeping me going, Wait, Mike, please. Even if I call you, sir? That's a different kind okay, of sir. When girls and women say sir, that's different. It sounds a little attractive <laughs> Naughty. in a way, yeah. But when people do it in the business sense, you know, I'm, for example, when I'm walking to the gym or the grocery store, have a good day, sir. Like, uh, oh, you mother. I'm not a fucking sir. 
Oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. No, no, no. I'm, I'm a, I'm a man. Just back up a little bit. <laughs> so far. Or, or if they say to you, like, do you need help with your groceries, sir? Oh. <laughs> yeah. The day Mike hears that, he might go to Chicago. He might, he might, he might go. Listen to the pre-show. There might be an incident. He might. There might be an incident. Listen to the pre-show to understand that reference. Yeah, I was gonna say, y'all walk in the studio. He'll be making that sign. Mm-hmm. That's that would suck. <laughs> I didn't think of that because I do get. I'm 30 now, and I do get weirded out when I go to the grocery store. Oh my god, you're such a baby! But it's still weird when, like, the bag boy, the kid, or whomever, anybody who's in their teens, yeah, early 20s, will give me the sir line, and I'm just like, ah, okay See, then, yeah. That's the Georgia coming out of me. Everybody, sir or ma'am. Yeah, that's not a West Coast thing. Yeah, we we're rude out here. We don't give a shit. <laughs> Yeah, but, I know. <laughs> but when you get older, you just start nitpicking the way people treat you. At least I do. Like, because I'm very insecure about getting older because I don't want to get old. And uh, I get bothered. I don't get triggered, please. You know, I don't complain about it, but it does get under my skin a bit. I'm like, do I really look that old? Like, you got to call me sir. Like, there was this hot chick at the gym that said that to me. Oh, that's what killed oh. it for you. Yeah, she said, okay, thank you, sir. Have a great day. And it was so light. And you were thinking of hitting on book. her, but then it just killed that momentum. And it wasn't like a friendly, okay, sir, have a good day. That's different. It was almost like the brainwashing that employees do when they talk to customers. All right, have a good one. Bye now. <laughs> have a good workout. And that's what I'm, I've been shoved into that category. Like, I'm just, like this hot chick to her, I'm just this dude coming into the gym. And that kind of bothers me a bit. Yeah. You're no longer a it's potential. Not like, hey, sir, how are you doing today? It's not that. It's all right, sir. Have a good one. There's have a not great even workout. a hint of sexual attraction. No, it's just I'm this scanning your cars here. Here's here's the thing, Mike. Yeah, I think I think I know what's going on. You are at the in between stage between life and death. You know, pretty much. No, shut up. Cradle to grave. <laughs> should I live or no. should I end it all? Like that's I'm in no. between right there. <laughs> You're spot Listen, on. <laughs> young and hot, right? Or, and like silver fox and hot. Right. <laughs> because there will come a time when those, hello, sir, can I help yous will be, here's my phone number. Yeah, you you don't quite have so that when she old says, distinguished, oh, he could be somebody who's in a suit and right. that... that mm. That age demographic that Avi's talking about. Yeah, so when she says, hello, sir, finally, when I'm at that golden fox age, mm-hmm. what she's actually saying is, hello, sir, do you need help changing your depends? I mean, that's, that's <laughs> no, pretty much no, so there's you the know silver fox. what she's saying is, hello, sir, can I call you daddy? That's the oh. silver fox. You're not quite there yet. Well, yeah. I am in a weird. After that comes the decrepit fox in which you, it's usually a nurse talking to you. Yeah. Very strange times. Very strange times that we're living in when it comes to my life and my personal life. <laughs> uh, well, do I, ha- do I have a personal life? Not really. You've it, gone celibate. My life is in this home mm-hmm. or in the studio. That's it. That's my life. Yeah. And pr- I share much. it with everyone because nothing's going on. So anything I see on this show, that's pretty much it. That's that's it. <laughs> this is You so know dark. everything about me. <laughs> this guy's so morbid. <laughs> Oh, shit. Yeah, so I started the show with this song. I don't even know who sings it, but it's been coming on my 
my chosen channel on mm-hmm. Sirius and iTunes when I go to the gym. Been around for about a year now, and I'm humming it and I'm singing it, and it goes right back to that whole thing that I don't know words to songs. You're just making it up. Well, I was like, you know what would be a great song to start the show today? It's that song that I'm humming all the time. So I'm singing it while I'm editing it into our intro. And I realize for the first time that every single word I say is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even close. Let me pull up the. I say, which, which one are we talking about? Here, I'll, I'll play it. Give me a second. here. Yeah, I, it, it's. I get what he's saying, though. All right, hold on. It's Portugal. Uh, I love this song. This is a great song. Yeah, Portugal, the man. It is a good song. It's just a, it's a mood lifter. Okay, so. To keep my hands on myself. All right, what'd you think that was? <laughs> What's that? What what was your guess for that one? Because that's fairly no, I, easy. I knew that one. Okay. That, yeah, that was easy. <laughs> Can't keep my hands to myself. I thought I said dust them off, put them back on myself. That's what I thought I said. <laughs> Not but put them back up on the show. Because that would make more sense. <laughs> A little baby girl has a knee, is what I thought he was saying. (laughs) (laughs) But he's actually saying, in case my little baby girl is in need, which also makes more sense than the baby girl has a knee. knee. (laughs) Because most children have knees. It wouldn't be that great of a statement. Okay, this is the one that blew my mind because that's the chorus. Mm-hmm. He says, "Ooh, I'm a rebel just for kicks now." Yeah, what you thought think he it said? Was. <laughs> I'm a rebel with a couple of sticks. I'm like, a gangster with a kickstand. Is what no, I thought he said. I what? totally thought no, that. that. I what? that's what I heard I, the entire time. Hold I thought on. he was what saying, say? "I'm a gangster with a kickstand." <laughs> Play it back, play it back, play it back. I gotta hear this. I'm a gangster with a kickstand. Oh, it works. There's no way. I don't even know what that means. I'm a gangster with a kickstand. Completely different. I thought he would. I thought he was saying he had a big dick. Rebel and gangster don't even sound. Play it again. Everyone, shut up. Play it again. I'm going to sing with it. No, you no, know, do you want to know what the actual lyrics are? I want you to hear. I have the lyrics. Uh, I want to hear the lyric as it is and try to imagine the line that okay. you said. And then you can sing it again. All right. No. <laughs> I, there's no way. Listen, for the last year, I've been humming, ooh, I'm a gangster with a kickstand. It works. That's how it starts. You you start no. needing a hearing test. You're telling yes, me. You're telling me saying. if I was doing you know a late night karaoke and that was what I said because I was like, you listen, ladies, I don't need the words. I'm not even gonna look. I'm gonna look at the crowd. <laughs> no one would know. I know. That's so wrong. Thomas is Thomas is calling you out. 
the white as hell dude is saying, no, your lyrics are wrong. How many times have you done this lyric game to me? Not only are my lyrics wrong, but also I'm very off tune. <laughs> <laughs> He said that. Okay. So that's a point for me. I okay. Okay. What was this? <laughs> this one? one's embarrassing. The last one wasn't. Let me kick it like it's 1986. Now is what he says. I thought he yeah. said, "Let me kick it like I'm real sick now." <laughs> oh, <God>. oh. <laughs> wow. Let me kick it like I'm real sick now. That's not even the right He's outraged here. The metronome is screaming at you. (laughs) Every fucking lyric is is wrong. I think Tony's right. I think you need a hearing test. I'm wondering. Now, this song did (laughs) chart. It was a a chart. Yes, it was everywhere. But you know what? I'm wondering if he used my lyrics. It might have been more of a hit. That because you've gang- got some sort of geriatric gangster with a kickstand, I'm a gangster with a kickstand <laughs> who needs to kick it over and <laughs> and break a hip. Yeah, who's going out there still molesting people because you got that first line? Let we need to, we need to like do I'm that lyric sick now. We need to do that lyric game on Mike. We do. Oh man, no, I yes. will. I know for a fact I will fail every single question. Thank you. I am not good with lyrics. I guarantee you, and I don't want to go back because. Like, I kind of want to go back now to my classics, like some of my Everclear days in the 90s, maybe some Nirvana, um, mm. Third Eye Blind, some of the classic 90s stuff that's really good, maybe even some rap songs. And I'm afraid to go back now because it'll just destroy the entire idea, the construct of my own lyrics will be destroyed. And maybe I won't like the song as much. Can you imagine going back and listening to a classic hit that you love, that you sing once or twice a week? You hum it, and you find out it's completely wrong. So I'm not even doing it. I'm not going back. I'm not you, listening you to any sublime. You're never going to listen to those songs again? No, because I guarantee you if I really pay attention, I, I'm i sure there are lyrics that are completely fucked. I got that one right. I knew he said that because he said it slow and because he said it slow I was able to fully understand okay I knew he said that I thought he said fallen knees he says fallen leaves you and the knees. It's all like a dick-sucking, you know, metaphor. You I sort think. of geriatric gangster with a bad knee and a knee fetish <laughs> feeding people and, like, going around touching people out of left field. Like, I don't know what version. That's the thing that I, that I have to ask, though, because we've all done it. We're all guilty mm. of, oh, I fucked the lyrics on that, like. Uh, rock the cash That rock bad, though? Is, is a notorious one. But, like, yeah, what do that you is. picture... The story of this song or the music video. I thought he was a like. gangster with a big dick. I, I, I <laughs> was this self-insert fan fiction. Yes, I was trying to yeah. live vicariously through made-up lyrics. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm like, just. Oh my gosh, he's singing about me. <laughs> That's me. I can relate. <laughs> yeah, so I'm probably just hard of hearing, possibly, possibly. or I just hear rhyming. Because I'm, I like to rhyme and play with words, and maybe that's 
what I'm doing in my mind. I don't even realize I'm just changing things to make it. What's that terminology, the word when something rhymes like the word, Thomas? I, I believe I said it the last show we talked about me fucking up lyrics. There's an actual. Homonym? Yes, a homonym. Yes, that's it. That is what I'm the king of. I'm the king of homonyms. <laughs> I think that's something I can definitely claim. Put that on a shirt. Hashtag it. Rain Man Show. King of hominins. Is that how you say it? hominins? I'll probably, I'll probably get that wrong as well, Thomas. Yeah, probably. He's going to spell it H-O-M-O-N-I-M. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So speaking of people who are hard of hearing, Lou Ferrigno. Oh, it, gosh. The dude has balls. I will definitely say that. Bob and Ryan, a couple weeks back, oh, tagged God. me in a Lou Ferrigno Facebook signing promo. He was promoting an upcoming event or some convention was promoting the event. And, of course, as most listeners know, Lou Ferrigno is an ongoing joke on this network because of Ryan and the Crossroads. It's a character. Mm-hmm. That you hate, Thomas. You don't right. like the character. You, you you want to hide in your shell every time Ryan starts talking like Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. So. What happens? We always make jokes about how greedy he comes off because the things that he charges for. And they tagged me as a joke, but I looked at his promo sheet. <laughs> is it that bad that we were making fun of before? It, it is. And honest, honestly, it's. I find it a little insulting as fans. I don't know how anyone would want to talk to this guy. And I understand it's a business and people need to make money. That's the the beauty of being part of the geek culture in this time in history is you can be in two seasons of a sci-fi show that was amazing, but it got canceled. And you can probably live the rest of your life off convention signings. So I understand it's a business, a whole you know revenue stream for many people. But... When you charge, get this, okay, so the 8 by 10 photo, I understand that. This is all stuff that's signed, okay? Mm-hmm. I can get behind the $40. I would never spend $40 on an 8 by 10 from Lou Ferrigno, but okay. That's, from Lou Ferrigno, no. It's reasonable. Uh, two 8 by 10s for 60 so he gives you $20 off. That's reasonable. Okay, if you want a selfie with him, $40. For a selfie? No, no. Most people do that for free. A group photo is 60. Okay, that's reasonable as well. But a selfie, inscriptions are 20, and video shout-outs are $100. Wow. So basically, basically if we, for, for example, most actors would be happy to be videotaped. Okay? Like, for right. example, let's say we come out there with our video crew at conventions. And we're shooting video of all the stars. And we're like, hey, Lou Ferrigno, what's up? Give us a shout out, buddy, for our network. That's what people do. It's yeah. what they do on the red carpet. It's it's a thing. We've done it. We have, yeah. He charges for it, $100. He won't do it. I've actually seen behind-the-scenes video posted to YouTube of him saying no. $100. Lou Ferrigno is the most self-absorbed pseudo-celebrity I have ever come encounter See, with. That's the thing. Is like you're not big enough to just. You've never that. done anything, dude. You've done right. one role that you've lived off of for I don't know how many years. And listen, you can still make money off of it. Fine, do it. You should. But a hundred dollars for a video shout out, and 
$40 for a selfie. And that's the one I can't, I don't, I just don't understand. Yeah. You're charging someone to take a selfie with you. You can't just be a cool dude and be, be like, I'll do a selfie with you. That's how gritty he is because he wants to bring people to his counter. And I know recently that's a lot of, that's something that a lot of celebrities are doing. They're saying no to selfies at conventions because it's taking away from their, their revenue at the tables. I get that, but still 40 fucking dollars. What I would do, honestly, I would not ever pay 40 bucks. In fact, I feel like making it my mission in life to just Photoshop that son of a bitch in every fucking (laughs) selfie that I take of myself. I'm a video editor. You can make it happen. I can make it look like he was really there. And yep. I just want to do it just to annoy him and then tag him on Instagram in every single fake selfie and say, Hey, shout out to Lou Ferrigno for doing this selfie with me. Thanks buddy. (laughs) And I'll post one every single fucking week just to annoy the shit out of him. I mean, I would would be amazing. I would probably even hire a Lou Ferrigno impersonator. Yeah. Ryan. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) I just take him with me on the concert promo for the show. Yeah. Have him. We should, you know what? We should, Approach Lou Ferrigno, the D-bag, and say, hey, give us a shout-out, buddy. We love you. And if he says, a hundred dollars, we bring out Ryan. (laughs) And Ryan starts talking like him. And we interview Ryan in front of him (laughs) as Lou Ferrigno. And listen, people could say, oh, disabilities, disabilities, don't make fun of them. Disabilities doesn't put you into a protective class in my mind. If you're a D-bag, you're a D-bag. I don't care if you have one arm or you're a deaf. What what disability would they be able to claim? Well, because he's deaf, you know he's he, he can't. You, know, you can find anything. They, these can, days they too. can try to say we well, making fun of a deaf guy. Yeah, oh, fucking what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would just Photoshop. I would make it my life if I had time on my hands. Those are the types of things I would do. I'm petty to those types of right. people. Like I'm usually not. I don't like controversy. I don't like drama. I don't like toxic like environments or scenarios. And I usually steer away from them and take the high road if I have to, just because I don't want to deal with it. It's nonsense. I'm too busy for that shit. But if I had time, I would make it, a, make it a point to go after idiots like this. Because it's just a dick move. Cause this is the thing is that always bothered me was that you're charging that much, but the only people who would be willing to pay that are people who are your biggest fucking fans. Yeah. yeah. And so it feels like you're you're dicking over the fans. Wanting to make a little bit of money, I understand. Wanting to have reasonable prices for the level of celebrity you are. I can understand that too. Yeah. I paid, I don't even remember how much, but it's probably around that price or maybe more. But it was for a photo and signature with Stan Lee. And I knew that the guy didn't have all the time in the world and all the opportunities for me to do how that. How much did you spend on him? I honestly don't remember. It was a well, very long time. Was it a lot though? It was under hundred bucks or just about for both a signature on... Oh, okay. One of the original Spider-Man comics that he wrote. Now that was also signed by the artist John Romita. So you brought the comic. I brought the comic, and then he signed it for like a hundred bucks that for like fifty bucks, and I okay. got a photo for like another fifty bucks. I mean, that's a little. And different. he's Stan Lee. Like this was after the movies were starting to take okay. off. So too. that is different. That's, that makes sense to me. That's also a bit of an investment, you know. And Tony can definitely jump in for this. I mean, he's the king of memorabilia. That's an investment. Getting a signature in a comic book, that's a little different. The 8x10 stinky, you know, uh, 
slimy photo that he's going to give you of himself, you know, from 30 fucking years ago <laughs> as the Hulk. Yeah. That's not going to be worth anything next year. In fact, there's so many of them all over the place that it's probably, you know, worth less than a penny. I, so the I'd fact that he's charging that. Is, I've seen yeah. Lou Ferrigno so many times at comic conventions, you know, like he, he's all sort of Who's, like. What else is he doing? It's, it's like it's like he's in his own little little area and sometimes he'll be sitting in a booth. You know, on the on the exhibition floor, he won't have a dedicated area for himself. You know, and and it's gotten to the point where, oh, okay, I know he's going to be here, so what's the big deal? You know, like uh, that's another thing. thing is, he, he's he oversaturating is, his own market. He is, yes, he's everywhere. He's not really relevant, and he's charging these types of prices. I don't understand who would actually spend money on him, and yet they do. People like him, and I don't get it. He is an asshole. He takes advantage of his fan base. He lives off a property that wasn't even that great from, what, the 70s, mm-hmm. 80s? 70s, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Come on, dude. I mean, I, I, you mean, guys, I, I mean, we were talking about Stan Lee. That was the only time that I basically told myself, okay, I don't care how much I'll spend I know that Stan Lee's worth not, it, first of he's, all. He's worth it, and he's not going to be around for much longer. Yeah. And, you know, I, I got that comic book signed by him, and, you know, I got, uh, you know, and I, I was, wor- it was worth it. You know, like, I'm not going to go ahead over heels for it, Lou Ferrigno for anything. No. I mean, he'll have Why to not? pay me. Why not? He'll have to pay me for a selfie I know. with like, me. Do you know who I am? I'm, I'm a, what, what are you? What is your nickname now? I don't even know your nickname. <laughs> No, you have to say it like Ryan. <laughs> uh, I, I can't do Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> Ryan grabs his tongue and talks as he's holding his yeah, tongue. I don't know like, how? he has it truthfully. Because <laughs> he has a, a mutation, probably. <laughs> well, that part's true. <laughs> yeah, at least Lou Ferrigno's a buff motherfucker, though. At least he can say that. The dude is fucking fit as hell. Yeah. And how old is he, Thomas? Do you know? Uh, I can look it up. He's got to be pushing 70, right? That's he's what got, I was thinking because he was he was young when he did the show. Sixty nine years old. Sixty nine yeah. really? years wow. old, and he does look great. Good for I'll, him. I'll give him that. In fact, I would love to see him more involved in the, the weightlifting circuit. That's mm-hmm. where he could make money, like good money. That you would know, be a hosting, place where gym, you know gym openings and hosting fitness competitions. He could make some bank doing that, and that's where he belongs. That's what he honestly, that's what most people before Hulk, that's what they knew him as. And he should have continued that. Instead, he lived off the the green man and it really got him nowhere except a few cameos on other Hulk films. Yeah. The yeah. 2008 one. Yeah. Oh, um, again, it's like if it, you have to be worth the money <laughs> to me, frankly. So yeah. eh. listen, celebrities, elitism privilege these are all the things we hear nowadays we especially hear white privilege right thomas right. that's something you definitely live with every single day how does it feel to have white privilege being a part of you every day it, does, feels, does it feel pretty good it feels like getting dicked just as hard as any middle class person oh no, you mean you don't wake up um extra well, i thought you liked that <laughs> not in the fun way not in the fun way amy <laughs> yeah okay so there's white privilege but then there's also and I would say it's more of an epidemic than white privilege, more of a problem, I should say. And that's hot girl privilege. 
Okay. Yeah, hot girl privilege That's, is that a is, thing. That is a thing. That is more of a thing than white privilege. and Because it, it's not race-based. Yes. <laughs> that That is just if you're and, a hot girl, you get a lot of advantage. And if you have a penis, you're a victim of hot girl or an idiot. privilege. Probably <laughs> a little bit of both. Usually. Yeah. There is this piece of equipment at my gym that Wait a minute. has been, well, I'll get there. Hold <laughs> on. It'll make sense. There's a piece of equipment at my gym that has been broken for months. And I've been waiting for it to get fixed patiently. I'm not one of those people that complain, even though I feel like it should have been fixed. Long ago. I'm walking into the gym two days ago. And this hot chick comes to the front desk as I'm entering. And the maintenance guy happens to be at the front desk. Mm-hmm. As the girl comes up to the desk to complain about a piece of equipment that has been broken for a very long time. And she wasn't being like a bitch about it. She was actually being polite. And she was asking, when do you think this piece of equipment will be fixed? It's been, you know, several months. The maintenance man escorts her to the piece of equipment, grabs his tools, and fixes it. Right then and there. Right then oh. and fucking there. <laughs> I rolled my eyes so fucking hard. I followed him. <laughs> like a stalker, because I'm weird. I wanted to see what was That's happening. That's where the story got dark. Hey, listen, I, I, I'm a classic, you know, stalker. So super. I, I, yes, both. <laughs> and I stay a good, you know, 100 feet back, roughly. You know the distance you need to Yeah, keep. roughly. 100 feet minimum. Otherwise, they're going to get suspicious. Uh-huh. You know, I'm hiding behind a treadmill. I'm watching to see what's happening. And the maintenance guy is, in fact, getting his tools. Kneels down. And fixes the piece of equipment right in front of her. I didn't know what was happening. I was shocked. I was like, he's not really fucking fixing the equipment. So I, I, I keep watching. Five minutes goes by and I'm not working out. I pretend to get on a treadmill so I can still watch mm-hmm. from far away. Mm-hmm. 100 feet. Five minutes goes by. He smiles at the girl. I can't hear what they're saying. He walks away. She uses the equipment. <laughs> That's when you you could feel your blood boil. Yeah, I was like, dude, what the fuck? I've been waiting for this for so long, and all it takes is for a hot chick to go up to you and say, "Fix this shit, motherfucker." Or, or you needed to you needed a gay handyman to fix that. I'm not. It doesn't matter if it's gay or not. No, but I'm Obviously, saying that you could have been the flirt. No, to say, hey, it doesn't work that way, Thomas, because I'm not a ten on any scale. Okay. <laughs> Okay, look, two things, two things. One, you said yourself that you didn't ask. You haven't said anything about the broken equipment. Mm-hmm. So, I don't like to bother one. people. <laughs> and you should not be looking at this as a bad thing. You should use the hot girl privilege to your advantage. Well, listen, when I was in a relationship with hot girls, yes, I... Use it to my advantage. Get free drinks. Get to the front of lines. It works. But when you're All a loser right with your dick in your hands, you can't get shit. I mean, that That's part is true. That's why you need true. to get a hot friend. Yeah, I need to be a gay. I need to say that I'm gay, so that yep. super hot chick doesn't like feel 
you know, threatened because that happens, whether she's attracted to you or not. Sometimes if you come on too strong or Or she's just not feeling or she might be in a relationship, she's definitely not going to go for you. Right. Um, but if I play the gay guy, she's going to suddenly be a little more looser and, and easy to deal with, you know, as a friend. It's a disarming quality. Yeah. So I'm gay and I will use that person as my, my weapon. Okay, but can you imagine Mike going up to this girl pretending to be gay and standing there talking to her with his eyes closed? (laughs) That's from the pre-show. Come on, Avi. Oh, God. That the thing is, you would play it so you wouldn't know how to do it other than stereotypically. No, I I would I would play a gay guy like me. I'd be like, I'm whatever. Don't fucking stereotype me. Don't put me in a fucking box. Really? You think oh, you could I do would. That? I would. Thomas, if I said I was gay, mm-hmm. you think it would be hard to believe? No. Oh, that's yes. fucked up. <laughs> Just joking. There's nothing wrong with it. Let's, hearing let's gay. see. You go to the gym constantly. Yeah, I know. You hang out at, with a lot of dudes on a regular basis. You know what to wear. Yeah, my my ex wife said that. Like, like she she it worked be at, a stretch. They work. Um, my ex wife worked at a gym years ago. My other ex, my first ex wife, she worked at a gym, and I worked at a gym. And <laughs> she told me that when I was a manager, at a, like, and I did the different gyms, and I would go to different mm-hmm. places, and I'd come in, they didn't know that I was the Michael that was her husband, and they would say, "Is he a gay guy?" I'm like, really? And you didn't stand up for me? She'll no, I just kinda laughed and said, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate it. Nice. I'm a gangster with a kickstand, all right? <laughs> yeah. So then at the gym we also have these gym selfie girls. That's also a form of privilege. Because if it was anyone else, I would elbow the fuck out of them as I pass by. Because you typically when you do a selfie at the gym, you try to be discreet. That's why Ryan and other guys I know, they do them in the bathroom usually because yeah. right when they're leaving, yeah. they snap them really fast. But then you have these gym selfie girls who never discreetly snap a photo of themselves. They, they go through all these different poses as if they're on the red carpet. And I see it's it, it kind of made me sick to my stomach. And she's hot. And I just I found her gross. Because she's going through smile, frown, hip out, tits out, all in five seconds as she's doing a round of snaps in front of the mirror, in front of the entire gym. I'm like, do you have any shame? You just look stupid. You don't look hot. You look stupid. But it gets worse, okay? She then attempts to make her ass look better after spec okay so she analyzes the photos i see i'm watching her because and some people might think i was checking her out because she's hot i was just enamorated enamorated oh my god enamored enamored jesus what's enamorated not a word is that almost like gangster with a kickstand i was just <laughs> baffled by what she was doing when you don't know a word just go to another one mm-hmm. stupid michael 101 I was just baffled by what she was doing. So I was watching her thoroughly because I'm a people watcher. I find even though I hate people, I find them interesting because of their stupidity and their nonsense. And she's obviously reviewing her photos because she's going through them. I see her hand scrolling the photos one by one. And she looks at each one for a good three or four seconds. And there's one specifically 
that she didn't like because she looked at it for a long time. She made a weird face. So then she takes another round. This time, she attempts to make her ass look better in the shot. No joke. Mm -hmm. By positioning her leg in such a way that it makes it look like she has a big ass from the side. Yeah. So she kicks. So, for example, let's say I have, I'm facing, the, the left side of my body is facing the mirror. Okay, let's say. Okay. She pushes her right leg out which then pushes the left ass cheek out as well to the side and out. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is talent. I have to give her that. The fact that she She knows knows how to make her ass look bigger, even though she didn't have an ass pushes the ass out by just simply putting her right leg back. But she crops the photo in such a way that you don't see the right leg going back. It makes it just look like she has a big ass. And then she walks away and she smiles and she's happy. Right. That's what these people do. Everything is a, is a spectacle. Everything is an audition. Everything is a performance. Just go to the gym and work out. She probably spent more time analyzing her photos than she did on the piece of equipment that was oh, next to yeah, her. No doubt. And I, I think that's true of anybody who spends that much time. Anybody who's taking selfies in the mirror in the main body part of the gym is probably spending more time and more concerned with that than they are actually working out at the gym. So that, yeah, that's absolutely, not... because that's the whole reason why you take the selfie in the gym around the equipment so that you can actually prove that you were at the gym. It's real. I was here. See? See all the angry people right. in the background staring at me? Yeah, and guys <laughs> need to start rising up. Guys need to stop. Like, because I'll also see these girls, these same types of girls, they also bring their men into the photo with them. Like, you got to take a selfie with me. And the guy doesn't want to. Guys <laughs> don't want to do that. They don't. I don't care if you're into yourself or you're promoting something. Most guys that I've seen try to find discreet ways to take photos because they don't want to look like that. They don't want to look stupid. It's not that they don't want to take photos. It's just they don't, they're a little more insecure. They don't want to look foolish or silly. And the guys They don't want to look like they're trying too hard. Yes. And the guys that they bring into the shot with them, their heads are down. They're not happy. They're fucking miserable. But the girl looks at him, pokes him in the ribs, makes him smile, and then she snaps a photo. I'm like, it's fucking abuse. <laughs> Leave the man alone. Make yourself look stupid. And these men, come on, gentlemen, rise up. Rise up. Titties are a dime a dozen. Who cares if she has a good pair? He does. Eh, yeah, listen. Tits are tits. They're everywhere. Mike has found the glory of the celibate path and can see through yeah. these mirages. Join me. And we... As the enlightened... Will we are the enlightened, the, the celibate, the, <laughs> the conquerors of bodily desire. Yes, of bodily desire. It's okay, Mike. I'm your prophet. I'm your speaker. Look, I can help you. I am Moses and you are Aaron. <laughs> That's how it was in the Bible. Moses wasn't a great speaker. He was a wise <laughs> <Yeah>. gentleman. <laughs> he was very wise and he spoke to God via burning bushes and other weird ways. <laughs> I think God spoke to him through the burning bush. Yes, that's how it was. Um, And then Aaron would speak to the people. Yep, I got you. So, yes, thank you. So, how do I feel about this? Why don't you sum up this topic for me? Go ahead. Uh, You you need to join Michael on the enlightened path to truly achieve what you have gone to the gym to set out to achieve and be the better man, be the person that you want to be that will attract women of value who are not... Or men of value 
who are not these or vapid, selfish creatures or people of value. Yes, let's be non-binary. That are not these vapid, selfish creatures that are only there to strut about like a couple of peacocks. Be better than that. I, I, I'm over. I'm over hot girl privilege. I'm over it. And also fixes gym equipment. Yes. <laughs> when no. it breaks, not because he needs to be I'm asked. glad that piece of equipment is fixed. Believe me, I am. But I'd rather stay broke in front of their six months than witness that, that fucking <laughs> atrocity. Or like I said, they just fix it when it breaks, not because someone hot asked them to. Yeah, so you guys hear about that LeBron James exchange with courtside Karen is what they're calling this, this no. influencer. No. So this courtside court Karen. Karen. The internet is clever. Like, regardless of its terrible qualities, they come up with great fucking names. Yeah, she is screams. She screams, not us screams. She's, can you speak for me, Thomas? Go ahead. She a scream. <laughs> no, you should say it the right <laughs> oh, way. Oh, sorry. She screams. Okay. About Lakers game and woman. Wait, what? This is a horrible <laughs> headline. You know what? Let me just play the audio. What an awful headline. <laughs> This this woman is a influencer, which is also bullshit. Which but she's an influencer, and she's live tweeting pretty much the entire game and doing video on her Instagram stories. And throughout her videos, she ends up having a heated exchange with LeBron James, and then gets kicked out of the game. And that's amazing. This chick has no shame, no shame whatsoever. If this was any anyone else who wasn't completely in love with themselves, they would be appalled by their behavior because she has now become a viral sensation. Maybe a part of her, her the, the narcissistic nature of many of these influencers, they may, she may actually like the attention she's getting now. Oh, of course she does. So they're going through this video compiles all her stuff she was doing doing during the game. Hold on, let me uh, give you a little preview here. She talks about her shoes during a game. Guys, listen, I'm in the lounge and I fucking hate these shoes. I told you guys a thousand times I hate them and I keep trying to make them work because I hate spending money on shit and not using it. Okay, first off. We, this girl has so many followers and people pay attention to every word she's saying, obviously, because she's somewhat attractive. But can you imagine getting on Instagram and talking about stuff like this as if it's a horrible thing with all the shit going on in this world? This is what she's talking about. Her awful shoes at a game when she's sitting courtside and heels that probably cost her about a thousand bucks. Probably more. I hate them and I keep trying to make them work. Because I hate spending money on shit and not using it. Like, I was like, oh, they would go so cute with this. Ah, guess what? I can't fucking walk. Ow. Oh, my God. I don't so, care. So annoying. What a fucking idiot. To my husband. During the game. So here it is. This is such fucking bullshit. No, the best. Listen, let me tell you, LeBron James looked at my husband during the game and cussed him out, and I stood up and I go, don't fucking talk to my husband. Talk to my husband one more time and I will fuck you up. And he started fighting with me. He goes, shut your mouth, dumb bitch. And I go, you shut your fucking mouth, bitch. 
I don't believe like any of this. If right I was now. her husband, they're about to show the audio exchange too now. Okay. The if I was her husband, I'd i just be like, Hey babe, you know what? Can you like keep it down, please? This is kind of embarrassing. Oh no hell, you leave her ass sitting right there. Uh wait, what? You would let her keep doing that? I would walk away. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, that's embarrassing. And be like, I, I would... do not know this crazy woman. Yeah, that's embarrassing. I mean, listen, if her husband looked like Jason Momoa, then perhaps this would justify her behavior. But he looks like, you know, uh, a, a middle-aged dude. Just no, a, just a guy. He, he's probably like 50 years old, maybe 60. Oh, slightly overweight. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing fighting for this guy? It's crazy. So they're trying to, let me skip past this. They're trying to figure out what they're going to do because there's a whole like fight between her and him during the game. LeBron quit the game because she was shouting at him while he's playing. And she is, and she is five. She's like five feet from him because she has courtside seats. She, there are no chairs between her and the court. So imagine how, exasperating and annoying that would be if you're playing the game and mind you there's nobody in the stadium right now there's only a few people because of covid so at this time when the video was taken the arena was not open up to everybody so there was just a few people in sparse areas throughout the arena so her shouting could be heard from all over the place and that's probably why lebron stopped the game because he could hear her. Normally, things like that would probably be drowned out with the loud crowds. Right. But the fact that there are no loud crowds, you're going to hear it while you're playing. So, I'm minding my own business, and Chris has been a hawk. So, here's the aftermath after she gets kicked out. Man, forever. He's been watching the games for 10 years, whatever. He has this issue with LeBron. I don't have an issue with LeBron. I don't give a fuck about LeBron. Anyway, obviously you do because you're doing an entire video about it. I'm minding my own business, Doubt drinking that. my wine, having fun. All of a sudden, LeBron says something to my husband and I and I see this and I go, I stand up and go, don't fucking talk to my husband. And he looks at me and he goes, sit the fuck down, bitch. And I go, don't fucking call me a bitch. You sit the fuck down. Get the fuck out of here. And I go, don't fucking talk to my husband like that. Don't talk to my husband. And he literally was like, fuck you, bitch. Sit down, bitch. And all of a sudden, now I'm getting kicked out. Excuse me, I have courtside seats that I pay for. Fuck you, LeBron. You're a fucking pussy. Get the fuck out of here. You're going to let a 25-year-old girl intimidate you during a game? Bye, bitch. It doesn't sound like that's what happened at all. Also, I well, too know the many the times that I was, quote, I think minding my has... own business and got in someone's face about it. I, like, that's literally what she said. I was minding my own business and then inserted myself into a conversation I wasn't listening to. <laughs> well, th- I would have ended <laughs> well, this. Well, it's because I... she, has, she has bigger balls than her husband does. That's what's going on. Yeah, mm, because yeah. how did he not even speak up? And you don't hear him in any of the recordings. Because uh-uh. honestly, if I was LeBron, I would have said, hey, key word you just said, don't speak to my husband. I'm speaking to him, not to you. So you say well, here's, here's what happened. Here's why. A, a older gentleman with the money to afford courtside seats at a Lakers game 
is smart enough not to say something on the internet because he's got skeletons in a closet. Yeah. Or he has an important well, job he doesn't want to lose. especially if she's 25. hmm Yeah. She, she does whatever he, she wants to. Yeah. And he pays for it. Yeah. But exactly. she's an influencer. She has her own money. Fathom. Uh. Mm. Mm. It may not sound like I have principles on this show when it comes to hot women, but I do. And uh, this type of stuff just makes me sick to my stomach. It doesn't mean, like, she is attractive, but when you listen to her speak, that's all she's got. I would, she, I, there would be, mm-hmm. you can't pay me to fuck her. Like, she's, it's just disgusting the way she speaks. Some of you guys are, like, and I don't know about you guys, but if my girl was at a game and someone was talking to me and da, my da, girl da, didn't da, stand da. up for me, I would reevaluate that relationship yeah. the whole so for all of you clowns saying your wife's a gold digger guess what if dinger? i was a gold digger i would sit back <laughs> and mind my own fucking beeswax Ugh. and i wouldn't oh, open my mouth oh, but guess what i'm not a gold digger that's my husband i love him if someone disrespects him i will check him whether it's lebron james or a fucking mom on the street oh god <laughs> There's so many. That's there's so, so many embarrassing. Things. That is why so can't, embarrassing. Why, why can't God give her a stroke right now? <laughs> I don't understand how people like like people like this. Like the, the YouTube yeah. comments are amazing. Like one guy is all like, "Dude, this guy is dreading the day he married her because he knows that when he divorces her, oh, like not if, he but can't. when he, he divorces can't. her, she's going to be the worst person to get divorced from. He needs the best lawyer yep. on earth, or he needs to die first. Or pray he got a prenup, one the two. Yeah. And she claims, because she has continued to go through different stories, and allegedly she has talked about her own finances and the money she brings in because of the whole gold digger statement, and it goes right back to being an influencer. She is an influencer. That's what she does for a living, uh, according to these articles here. And I find it strange that she can make a living off being an influencer when Literally, they just came out with a report from Forbes saying that 99% of all influencers are fake. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's mm-hmm. not real. It's fucking up the entire program. In fact, I believe you and I, Thomas, talked about this on a Rayman show about marketing. Influencers and brand ambassadors and all that bullshit has actually hurt the, the marketing industry. Absolutely. Because now you have companies that want likes and mentions over actual revenue dollars because everyone is obsessed with likes. And honestly, likes don't amount to anything other than making you feel better. That's it. It makes you feel better that someone's paying attention to you. But those likes are not actually equaling sales. It's not equaling any type of revenue. And because of that, there are now a lot of different companies doing reports and financial investigations on these influencers and they're just not, it's not adding up and it's, it's hurting a lot of companies and they don't even realize that they are hurting themselves because they're relying, their entire marketing structure is, or strategy is relying on influencers and brand ambassadors. And it does work for some companies. If your company is an internet based company and it's completely innervated with social media, I know there are sites now that sell clothing and rings and jewelry and all types of different things. And everything is through Instagram. They have their Instagram pages embedded on their web page. And 90% of their page is actually their Instagram feeds. So I understand that. That's a little different. But for the most part, these influencers, it's all a facade. It's, it's fake. All garbage. 
Yeah. Well, did you guys read that article about? Oh, geez, I don't know when it came out, but the speaking of influencers and being fake, they are going and renting sets to make it look like they're on an airplane or on a whatever. And the article I read showed like it was like half of an airplane that they use as a set and then several different quote unquote influencers who had used that airplane set and then just staged it from different angles one so that you couldn't tell it was a set and two so that it wouldn't look exactly like everybody else's photo yeah but the vast majority of them go to places rent something for a day take a bunch of photos and then distribute them a little at a time yeah, yeah it make it's complete bullshit because nobody in their twenties has that kind of fucking money to do as much right. traveling and all these glamorous trips for with for money comes from somewhere. There's no such thing as a free lunch. You did something to get that stuff, and you can't just be I'm an influencer. Well, how'd you fucking start that? Yeah, there are very few actual influencers. You need to have done th- something. There are companies. And let's say there's radio shows, there's TV shows, there's celebrities that have true draw and they can't even hawk some of their stuff. And these are people who have the actual ear of people. So what makes you think that some random influencer who's buying her followers or I say her, but their followers and their likes, which is what a lot of these influencers are apparently doing. So they look enticing to these companies. Now, according to Forbes, influencer marketing, a phony industry based on false premises, uh, there is talk of of 83% growth in a so-called industry built on false metrics, trivial and absurd premises, and distorted mechanisms. Yeah, that sounds about right. AKA bullshit. Well, this is exactly <laughs> what I was I've been talking about for the last year or so with Bobby when we're talking about finding new, you know, sponsors and things that, you know, uh, or just say talking about companies that would want to get involved with Rainman Digital and the thing we have come up against is influencing. Yeah, and that stuff makes ambassadors. us seems fake to others. That's what they want. Like so well, how about we just you guys just become brand ambassadors and and influencers and we'll give you free product and then you can talk about it on the air like i don't want to use this product and how much product can i possibly use like let's say i do use let's say it's a napkin company let's say i use napkins okay i use them three times a day breakfast lunch and dinner like how many napkins can you possibly give me that makes it worth my time to talk about napkins on the air oh by the way they gave me napkins so you guys should also check them out it doesn't work that way it's not a good system it's awful. It is really hurting a lot of people in the way of marketing. Marketing companies themselves are suffering because of fake metrics. That's the sad thing about it. It's not even real. Like I'm all for, you know, survival of the fittest when it comes to industry changes and and the way things are done. That's just how it is. Things change. Podcasting has has consumed the radio industry. There really isn't a radio industry. It's a podcasting industry, but podcasting is giving something back to people. So I get it. But when you're looking at a company or I should say an industry like marketing, that's being destroyed by fake, by a fake industry, that's fucked because no one is actually benefiting, but the influencer. Yeah. With all the free makeup and free shit they're being given or whatever else they're trying to hawk. Right. 
I mean, that's the problem I had with, um, remember uh, USAopoly? Yeah. Yes. They wanted to do that. At first, they were, they were, they were a sponsor for a good six months, maybe even a year. They were a sponsor. They gave us money, actual dollars to talk about their product and promote their product. And they gave us free product to give away as giveaways because that's what you do. That's been the thing mm-hmm. for the, from the dawn of time, and it's always worked. Then I want to say when it was time to re-up the contract, they wanted me to start talking about them on Twitter. And they said, well, you know, we've noticed that you haven't done a lot of stuff on social media um, and we don't understand why you, you haven't done that. You're just talking about it on the radio. I said, well, because you bought advertisement on the radio. You didn't buy a social media campaign. And I said that to them. You didn't purchase mm-hmm. a social media campaign. If you want a social media campaign and want some people to come to your Twitter accounts. That's fine. I, but... I, we can do that, but that's a separate deal. And we couldn't work on that. Um, and they didn't like that. They wanted more attention. They said, well, can you just start pushing people over to our social media? So it didn't matter that I tracked how many people actually purchased USAopoly games through our shows. And it was quite a bit. They didn't care about that. They wanted the attention on Twitter. I'm, and I'm quoting the words of the rep. We want more attention on Twitter. That's, Why do you even want to be on Twitter? Who gives a shit about Twitter? If you're making money through the radio program, then that's all that should matter. Not the feel-good feelings you get inside when you notice you have 20 extra likes over the last hour. Yeah. But that's or what you're every- trending or whatever. And the, even trending is now bullshit. It's all tricked. It's all algorithms. People plan it. And bots and garbage. Yeah. I mean, there's something about yeah. like one of the Kardashians, half their followers is bots and fake. Yeah. Mm. Like, come on, guys. Pretty crazy stuff. All right. Uh, you know what? We need to take a very quick break. I didn't realize how late it was. And then when we get back, we're going to get into some news, Thomas. And you will be doing the news. I have to read it because no one else can. That's correct. All we'll right. be right back. <laughs> Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, RAINMAN, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, Mm. and even blow you away. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code RAINMAN. Again, that's RAINMAN. Because without it, no free stuff. That's RAINMAN at adamandeve.com. Hallelujah. Girl, sit your hallelujah. Because Uptown Funk don't give it to you. Because Uptown Funk don't give it to you. Welcome back, everyone, to the Rain Man Show. Be sure to find us on iTunes and Stitcher. Spotify, just search Rain Man Show. Give us a review on iTunes, please. We need those. I'm not sure why we don't get them. We have lots of listeners, and yet people are like, fuck them. Help us become influencers, guys. I wonder what they're thinking. (laughs) (laughs) They're probably thinking, fuck them. Yeah, they're like, fuck these guys. I don't have time for a review. (laughs) More important things to do. Yeah. Like I know listen I to the show. 
<laughs> yeah, so so we were gone for almost a month from our shows because of studio upgrades. And a lot of it was too much for me. So I had to call my mother and she came out with my stepdad and they helped me redo some things and you know do some drilling, do some building out of things and during the process she found the circle of jerks <laughs> mascot uh and i usually try to hide everything which one's the mascot before my mom comes anything that's inappropriate that's affiliated with the show she typically doesn't go into the studio because i tell her hey there's a few areas that are off limits in my home um my closet and the studio don't ever enter them i thought i got rid of everything that would be not I'm not offended, obviously, but I'm very protective of what my mom sees. I have this idea of my mom that she's the Holy Mary Mother Virgin. You know, she has, mm-hmm. yeah. You like, don't want to sin in the eyes of God. Like, it's mm-hmm. one thing to sin while God's not looking. Yes. <laughs> so I thought I'd gotten rid of everything, and I did. I did a pretty good job. But leave it up to my mom, you know, Mr. Columbo. Like, you know, when you first walk into something, your eyes take it all in. So she's looking at everything and she goes into the back studio because I have two separate, three separate studio areas and she goes into the secondary studio. That's where I put all the inappropriate things. I didn't think she was going to go back there. And she sees the giant circle of jerks mascot, which if people don't know what that is, first off circle of jerks is another talk show that we have in this network, a little more of a manly show. It's available on Patreon and also iTunes. Their uh, past uh, archive of shows but their mascot is that big black porn star <laughs> with the giant dick. That's their por- that's their mascot. They even bought a statuette of him. This giant Mandingo oh, looking motherfucker with a huge penis. Well, you apparently can buy the statue of that famous shot of him sitting on, I believe, a bed with his dick in his hand. Yeah. So they bought the statue of that. And they brought it into the studio. And, of course, I didn't want it because my son does walk into the studio. And I try to keep things at least, you know, PG-related for my son. And uh, so I, I found a little hiding spot for the mascot that wouldn't offend Bobby and Ryan and the guys. And also my son might not see it. Right. But, of course, my mom was like, why, why is there a big black guy with a sock over his penis in your studio? <laughs> <laughs> I can explain. And I'm like, oh, God. Okay, It's mom. not what you think, Mom. Well, I said, <laughs> it's the mascot for the Circle of Jerks. It's like you think explaning it would help. And, well, and, <laughs> right? luckily, and when, yeah. I said, yeah. when I said Circle of Jerks, I, I was like, oh, shit, I shouldn't have said that. Because now if she knows what that is, which my mother with her virgin Mary ears would never know what that is. Why is it called Circle of Jerks? Yeah, so I'm, I'm waiting for that question after ah. I accidentally said it. I was like, oh, please yeah. don't ask me what the, what the name means, please. She doesn't ask me the name, but she does. But she does say, "Are they gay?" <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, mother, they are. <laughs> very, very, mother, say? very. I said no, but I couldn't oh. stop laughing. <laughs> I did say eventually after I laughed. I said, "No, they're not." And she's all, "Why do they have a a naked man with his penis covered?" with a sock as their mascot if they're not gay. Like, I don't know, good question. They're just fascinated. <laughs> they're just curious. Yeah, it's funny because it just, it brings up a whole thing that I've been trying to get to 
and I didn't even have the audio pulled. And if people want, I'll pull the audio um, net for next show. I want Steve to be here when I do it, but Steve did this whole entire bit on Circle of Jerks. It, no, I don't want to say bit because it wasn't a bit. It's it's real. <laughs> he talks about these people are fucked up, man. These guys are crazy. And Steve talks about performing anal on himself on a webcam with what? his friends. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> what? whoa, whoa. Wait, wait, whoa. wait. Time out on the court. Yeah. Back on the up play. a bit. Yeah. I, I have whistle. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to pull the audio up because I wasn't prepared to bring this up today. But just as a little preview, if people are not Circle of Jerk subscribers, so this may be completely coming out of left field for you. Yeah, so Steve was talking to Bobby about his penis and something about getting <laughs> his girlfriend to do anal sex and that she uh-huh. won't do it because his dick is too big. And he's buying her uh, plugs, like butt plugs, yeah. in different sizes to slowly work her way up. Yeah. You know, to get the... the the asshole ready, I guess. <laughs> prepping. Yeah. Just pre- prepping. Yeah, yeah prepping. Just like starting. Laying the foundation. You know how some people on Sunday nights do meal prep? Well, yeah. Nicole and Steve, they do anal prep oh, on Sunday okay. nights. It's a starter kit. You don't just go to 220 pounds on the bench press. You don't you go to, you don't go to zero to 60 in, uh, you in an instance. Yeah, you can't do that. Now, I might be getting some of my facts wrong, and I apologize. I this will all be so, it'll just make it fixed better. next week. But... Uh, The gist of it is Steve sat down on a webcam talking to a couple of his buddies, a girl and a guy, a couple, another uh couple. uh Okay. So that's a threesome already. And, um, he wants to know why he doesn't understand why Nicole won't have anal sex. So I, the whole thing came up about, well, why don't you do it to yourself? So you know what it feels like. And then maybe you would understand. So he gets a dildo, I believe. That is the same size as his dick. There's so many questions. And he is being, he's being taught so many how questions. to perform anal sex by his friends uh-huh. on the other side of the call. Uh-huh. And they're on a ta- webcam. On a webcam. And they're talking him through. And he's shoving a dildo Wait, up his ass. Are they giving him like a, you know, sex ed? Yes. They're look giving at the him banana pointers. and examples. Or, or, or did it go beyond that? They're teaching him how to take a dick. I'm saying, did it go beyond <laughs> that on the webcam conversation? I have to save that for next week. God damn you. God damn you. Because I, I don't know all the facts. I don't want to get it completely fucked up. But that's the gist of it. How is that? They the were talking him wow. through anal sex. Okay. On himself. Never mind the fact that Nicole was in the other room. She could have at least helped him so it wouldn't be so odd. You know, because, yes, it'd still be weird. Two people who aren't necessarily in a in a relationship, an open relationship, who are, you know, exchanging anal advice by actually showing it on a webcam. You Mm. know, I have some really fucking fantastic friends. That would never happen. (laughs) Okay, thank you, because I believe I said that to Bob after the show (laughs) ended because I was in the studio. There's no friends that I have that are that good. I don't. I can't even imagine having friends that are that good, where I would feel comfortable to spread my legs or bend down and shove a dildo. Well, no, again, in my asshole via Zoom. Again, here's the people that I don't have sexual relationships with. Here's the questions, though. What I'm saying is, and this is why it's such a big deal as to how this went down. If this is 
guy and girl who have done this stuff are telling him and he has the the yes. proper tools and he's not physically performing the act he's just getting like notes no on. he's performing the so act so he was performing yes, the he, act on yes. himself while talking that's a whole new level. It was almost like a, a Microsoft like IT tech support phone call. It was like so. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting a pinching feeling. Is this? I, am I doing it wrong? I have this this dildo, and um, I'm trying. You know, Thomas, your your support. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know what? No, you have experience with anal. So That's how I'm about support? No, no, no. Okay. Oh. Yeah. You know that might be better. Okay. Good. Good call. Got, I got you. Anal Thomas. Good call. <laughs> Why that? That's that's your that's your support name. Is sex support. You Thomas. know we are so clever on this show that we just simply <laughs> just add names and that's all we ever do. Russian Thomas. You know it's <laughs> not. Oh yes, Tommy. do do this. Do support with Russian Thomas voice. I, yes. I can't do it. I can't it keep makes, a straight face. Listen, I'll work uh, on that. Av, the premise makes no fucking sense, <laughs> but I like it, and we're gonna do it. <laughs> Let's do it. So I'm going to call tech support. And instead of getting that typical Indian person, I'm going to get a Russian person and it's <laughs> yes. anal tech support. Okay. Cause this is what happened during circular jerks. Go ahead. You have to say hello. You called me motherfucker. Well, okay. Thomas, when someone calls, do you know, just say hello randomly hoping someone finally answered at that moment? That did happen hello? to me last time. Hello? Ring, ring, hello? ring, ring. <laughs> How phones You've work. reached back to a Russian website for sex Listen, support. How may I help you? I don't even know if I like how this started. You don't even know how phones work, and you're going to you give me anal support. Yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> Hello. Uh, why are you? Hold right? on. Let me go get my dildo. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, my God. Jeez. Like, okay, so we'll get to that. Let's put a little pin in that, Amy, because I got to get back to that in a second. Right. Because I have questions mm-hmm. about Thomas's Russian accent that I don't get. Okay, go ahead. So, Thomas, say hello. Hello. All right, so um, I want my significant other to take my big dick. Mm-hmm. And uh, she won't do it because he's little. Is common problem, yes. Yes, and uh, I, I don't care. I need it. Mm, yes. I need it. I need to have anal sex. I mean, she she blows me, and we have great <laughs> sex, but I need the anal sex, and she just won't do it. Um, So in order to get it done, you know, she had suggested that maybe I should perform it on myself so I know how it feels and possibly how I should enter her, you know, slowly so that I, I understand how it feels. So if I do attempt it, I would do to her what I did to myself in hopes that it feels good. So I need I need assistance. I need help. How how, how do you suggest you have come, I start? You have come to the right place, me fr- my friend. Okay. Um, now, do I need to spread my ass cheeks? Uh, do I need to bend down a certain distance from the ground? Do I open my legs do, wide? Do you have the proper tools for this? Uh, w- what do you call tools? I have a hammer and nails in do my you toolbox. Have vodka? Do you have dildo? <laughs> oh. Do you have lubricant? Um, I can... Use my spit as lubricant. You need to, you need a lot. <laughs> I can't keep the Russian accent. Uh, I have vodka. Yes, I have all those things. Okay, so I'm ready. Do I need to spread my legs or do I just keep my legs, you know, is closed first time? really tight? Is first time? Yo, know, this is first time. Yeah, I, I, I want and I want it to be the first time because it'll be my girlfriend's first time as well, and I want to know what she feels. I want to experience. You're going to want sensation. to lay on side like shot deer. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is so much harder okay. to do. This all right, I'm gonna lay on my side. Okay, oh I'm my gonna. I'm, do you mind if I do it right now? Now, sir, that wouldn't be considered uh, phone sex. Are we having phone sex right now? This is sex support. We are very well versed in this. So it's kind of like phone sex. No. But if you're coaching me, this support. Well, hold on, just bear with me for you the. You want help or no? I do want help. Believe <laughs> then me. Lie on side, like but, dear. Okay, so this this isn't phone sex, though. No. Okay, do you mind if I FaceTime you? Yes, very much. I would like to. It would be more comfortable. And you I, want to stare at Harry I, Boris? Yes, <laughs> I do. Boris, my get name over is here. Man. Want to watch? My, <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. Lie so, on side. You uh, on side like deer? Oh, hold on. Let me lay on my side. Hmm. Okay, I'm on my side. Let me. All right, yeah. Okay. You're going to need to <laughs> get the dildo very wet. Oh. More lube is better. If you only have spit, you need lots of spit. Okay, I just spit on it. How much? A lot. I threw you up. Sure. <laughs> I just gagged on it. Oh. <laughs> then you're going to reach back. Okay. Oh, wait, reach back how? With my left or my right hand? Whichever you have more control with. Um, that's definitely my left hand. Sometimes my right, but mostly my left. Okay. Okay. So I'm going I, to I, lie in more like fetal position. Yes. A fetal position? On side like deer, legs somewhat up. Okay. I'm then doing it. Reach back with, with dildo. Okay. Then slowly put pressure. Okay. All right. So how is this not like sex? This is literally... I get phone. paid far less. This is phone sex. So Steve had, you know, Zoom so call sex. So essentially he had Zoom call sex coaching. Yeah. Sex, phone I mean, sex. That, that is like, what it is. He was like, and I love Steve, God bless him, and his, you know, on the spectrum... <laughs> On the spectrum, Steve is probably should be his name. But he, why is that their name? That's They're his name. So on the bad. spectrum, Steve. I think that's going to be his new name for this show. He is amazing, and I, he's a friend. But dude, the guy literally was flabbergasted that I'm like, dude, like that's fucking weird. He didn't dude. think it was odd no. to share this. Nope, he thought it was completely normal. And I'm looking at Bob like, dude, I, need to like, I looked at is this Bob episode and I needed, out? can I listen to this yeah, now? It's on iTunes. Okay, like, hold on. I looked at Bob and I'm like, Bob, this isn't like, this isn't normal. Right. And he's all like, no, <laughs> <laughs> but it makes for a damn good show. Yeah. I all need right. To find this so now. hold on. I'll get it to you. Do you, are you ready for news? I need to find this. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> I'll send you okay. the we have time for a couple articles, so you can just randomly pick. All right, well, then I'm going to skip this first horrifying one. All right, go ahead. Take us Disneyland away. Disneyland is to introduce a $100 sandwich. AV wants you to do all of the news with a Russian accent, she told me. <laughs> I can't just give it away. It has to be sparingly. What Otherwise, are you, like the special. Russian Lou Ferrigno? You got a charger? $100, yes, like the sandwich. $100 <laughs> for, uh, what, 30-second Sound bit. Yeah. A okay. phone, a voicemail. Yeah, but come on. How, how many times am I on the show with you? Huh? That's true. That's yeah. true. All right, go ahead. All right. The Disneyland Resort will soon be home to a new attraction, one of the most expensive sandwiches in the world. Mm. The Anaheim, California Resort will feature a new panini sandwich that will debut when Avengers Campus opens at Disneyland California Adventure Park on June 4th. 
The sandwich will cost $99.99, the menu says, and it will serve six to eight guests. That's not bad. That That's better. Okay, that is a little bit better. When I first read the, the headline, I was like, $100 for a sandwich? You got to be fucking kidding me. The quick service restaurant called... But, but I believed it because some of the drinks oh, yeah. in... Uh, when I went to Disneyland right before the pandemic, Alcohol's and like I went to the drink. Galaxy's Edge, the whole Star Wars, the cantina has a drink. I believe it was like 60 bucks. That, for one drink. Is, that didn't phase me that they would do this. I completely saw this being a legitimate oh, one-person meal, 100 bucks yeah. Disneyland thing. Well, it better be damn good. I would do it because it's a novelty, but it better be I'd have fucking... to get blown while I'm doing it. Like, it needs to come with the blowjob for that sandwich price. What if I talk you through anal during during the process? <laughs> I better not have to do anything. With the sandwich. Well, I'll, bring, the I'll sandwich. bring Steve in. I mean, it'll be totally normal to Steve. Totally normal I'm like, Steve. all right, Steve, so we're going to go to Disneyland. Don't ask why. With Thomas. <laughs> and uh, he's going to, he, while right? he eats a sandwich, I'm going to talk him through anal. Like, don't ask why we're doing it. We're just going to do it. Okay. That's what he was saying. He would just say yes, no questions. Yeah, it's a small <laughs> world after all. I've actually done that. <laughs> so that's what he's, it's a small world. Not according to Nicole. <laughs> the right. quick service restaurant called Pim Test Kitchen is themed to the movie Ant-Man and the Wasp and will serve meals that have been shrunk or expanded in size. So what's the quantum-sized panini sandwich? It comes with salami, rosemary ham, provolone, and sun-dried tomato spread on toasted focaccia. It is served with a marinara dipping sauce and arugula yeah, see, salad. That's, wor- that's worth a hundred bucks. The I mean. sandwich will also be available in a single serving for fourteen ninety-nine. That's a lot better. Also, the menu is an oversized can that is filled with soda. The drink will put you back twenty-two ninety-nine. So, so it's, it's all gimmick that it's yeah. huge or small, and like, well, that's <laughs> called marketing, Thomas. Yeah. I guess, but... All right, what else do we have in the news? Homeless individuals file class action suits over the city of... Wow, that's loud. Over city of Portland losing their possessions amid encamp, uh, encampment raising. <laughs> I don't think they know how homelessness Wait, during works. during what? Encampment raising, R-A-Z-I-N-G. So four individuals experiencing homelessness filed a class action lawsuit against the city of Portland Monday, alleging its contractors, including Rapid Response, have illegally discarded their personal items when raising encampments. God when damn, kicking sons people of out of an encampment, took their needles and meth pipes. <laughs> workers are required under a court ruling to collect and store property that people can't immediately carry away, providing individuals 30 days to collect their items. The lawsuit, first reported by OBP, said the city has repeatedly failed to do so. Listen, I'm a pretty sensitive guy, I, I'd like to think, but isn't homelessness, like, technically illegal? I, I think it depends it's on the area. It's technically illegal to just sleep anywhere. If you weren't homeless and you fell asleep in the park, a police officer would be like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? They, like, get get out, you gotta yeah. sleep here. But because you're homeless... Well, I guess... I guess it's all, I guess it all depends on what the loitering laws are. Yeah. yeah. It's city to city. I just feel like it's silly that you have a group of homeless people going to sue the city. I'm like, for, for your belongings. I'm like, dude, your belongings are garbage. Like, I understand that your belongings, but A, you don't really have the right to sleep anywhere you want. And number two, that's what raising does. Like, they're cleaning out the area. Count yourself lucky that they save your stuff for 30 days because if I was in charge, if I was in charge of that city, I'd be like, fucking burn it all. Well, that's the thing is that apparently they're not saving I'd be like the Joffrey of things. Game of Thrones. Yes, yeah, I would be the Joffrey of Game of Thrones for Los Angeles. I'd be like, 
fucking destroy it all. <laughs> Burn it all. Burn it. Yeah, kill it. Well, that's the thing is that apparently they're not holding on to people's things for the 30 days that they're supposed to do. The plaintiff said contractors don't document or catalog the items. Is it bad of me to hate homeless people? Is that, I feel like that's a bad thing to say, especially in this climate, this social climate. I don't like homeless people. I don't like them, not because I'm afraid of them, not because I think I'm better than them, but they just lay there. <laughs> they just lay there and they shit. They're, they're, they're a fucking, like, they're, 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 they're like a pigeon. They just lay wherever the fuck they want and they shit all over the place. Would you rather have a homeless person on your roof or those I pigeons? I have a problem with pigeons, and that means now suddenly I just had an epiphany during the show. That's as I'm complaining, is. the homeless, the reason why I don't like homeless people is because they're like fucking pigeons. If you're really mentally ill, then I sympathize. And I do actually give money to homeless people when they're in front of Circle K. When they ask me for dollar bills, I don't ask any questions. If I have the cash, I give it to them. So I, I am nice, but we need to solve this problem. We have to solve it. Homeless people are taking over everywhere, man. Like Tempe now is a fucking dumpster. If you walk down the street from where I live, mm-hmm. there's just homeless people all over the place. You would think you're living in San Diego or Los Angeles now. Yeah, it's, it's definitely gotten the bad. The epidemic is ridiculous, and a lot of them don't have mental problems. They just don't want to fucking work. The ones that have mental problems and can't hold down a job, then we should help them out. But the, the rest of them, fuck them. You're shitting and sleeping. That sounds like a privileged life to me. <laughs> hey, I'm fucking tired. You know what? I'm not even going to bother going home. I'm just going to lay right here. Oh, by the way, uh, homeless Thomas. Yes. I also, Mike. you know, I have to take a shit right now. Should I go home? Where is home? Eh, I'm just going to shit right just here. Lean over there. Like, that's just do it behind the bush. Like, we allow people to shit because we want to pretend we're good people. Ah, it's okay. Well, that's like, they can just shit in the what fucking What bothers street. me is that we don't do anything to help these people, yet we try to act like we're good people so we can't do anything to get rid of the problem the either. The homeless problem shouldn't so be a problem. So you don't do anything. You literally don't do anything and act as if you can't. And that's what pisses me off. So you could easily do something about this to help them even. We don't. Well, the homeless thing, that's one of the things that irks me about it is that there is no reason to have homeless people with the amount of dollars that this country just throws at other countries and the fact that we want to be the leaders of the world that's why we're trying to do all these fake things it's all a fucking dog and pony show with the biden administration right now it's like hey we want to be the the world power that gets the credit for the vaccination so we're going to do this for this country and this for this country meanwhile china and russia are are also trying to do it right now we're literally fighting with them over who's going to be the global leader who's going to like us in all these other <sighs> little countries that are suffering well, from the pandemic if you do something we'll like you that way how about you don't worry about, listen, I'm all about saving the world, but save the people here first. Like we have a homeless epidemic in all the major cities and you're giving money to people in other countries. Get these motherfuckers off the street, help the ones that need to be helped, get jobs for the others and get the feces off the goddamn streets. There's no reason for the, in the year 2021 to have this many people living in the streets. Living in the, I had a homeless person living behind my house a couple months back. I had to call the police. I'm like, there's no reason to live behind my house, dude. 
Yeah. I hate it. I hate it, Thomas. And I hate them. <laughs> Do you want me to continue this story? No. All right. Well, fuck them then. We'll be right back with the host show. Thank you for listening to The Rain Man Show with your host, Michael Flores, with hosts Thomas Cowley, Tony Sabal, produced by Michael Flores and Bobby Doherty. The Rain Man Show is a Cazador Productions and Rain Man Digital Broadcast production. For all things Rain Man Show, go to rainmandigitalmedia.com. What up, people? This is the Rain Man Post Show with MC Tony G and my homie, Mr. Thomas Cowley. Hello. And my homette, Miss Avi. Hello, dear. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're just wondering if uh, you were still with us, you know, like Thomas, Thomas, Thomas. Mm. Isn't it good to be back in the studio? It is. There's, there's a fun, sick... De- depraved joy that comes from being here so yes but you know the mood lighting and everything i i was looking forward i was looking forward to coming back oh yeah no doubt you know it's weird you know i'm staring straight ahead and all i see is a wall the wall of monitors yeah yes. wall of monitors <laughs> and somewhere behind there is mike somewhere you know and it's funny because when he With has my to eyes sig- closed when he has the signal <laughs> when he has the signal he's got to reach around and do yeah, that now way. he does hand gestures reaching around so <laughs> it's up to me now to keep an eye keep an eye you know like uh, yes for us because we can't see over that wall trump would be proud <laughs> trump would be very proud you know there's just this purple light emanating from there and legend yeah. says that yes he still keeps his eyes closed even when no one can see him Thomas, <laughs> let me just, I want to start off by saying this, you know, like, um, I have nothing against, you know, like people. That's a lie. I have, well, <laughs> I have nothing, I have nothing against people coming out. You know what I okay. mean? <laughs> okay. Where's this going? And, All right. I'm and, even you know, more scared. I was a little bit, you know, like, uh, perplexed, mm-hmm. probably speechless. Mm-hmm. You might've noticed, you know, like, uh. Under revelations of uh, some people here on the network, right? You know, like I got nothing. I got, I got no hate. I got no hate. You know, like whatever. Well, well, you got plenty of hate, but it's more like a generalized whatever. amorphous towards like humanity hate than an individual level. Yeah, or individual you know, like, groups. It's just like you just hate people. I think, I think that we can all you know, like that. there probably should be some sort of like a, a Rain Man sponsored support group. For people trying anal sex for the first time. Well, don't it you comes think? up a shocking amount. On yeah, show. it does. You know, like, and I think it's well, just. Okay. <laughs> we are actually going to be doing a game show. Of course oh, we are. Boy. The of moment we get we video in the studio back. What's what the we're going to do is I'm going to have probably Raina and AV and maybe another few listeners, you know, sit in discord and we're going to do the sex position game show meaning okay they're gonna have to guess based on the personalities on the show between tony myself and thomas (laughs) when we look up porn what are the top five searches this is gonna be amazing and we already have 
what what we're going to do is we're already going to have our list, which we already know. It's say, very is there going to be a questionnaire that we have to fill None out, or is us... Bob just going to do a deep dive on us as a private eye? No, I, I'm <laughs> I'm going to have your answers. You sure because, you want that? Yeah, because I'm not going to be in the game. I don't think as of yet. I think it's just going to be oh, you oh, two. Shit. I think it's going to be you two with the teams. No, no, no. I'm going to be a part of the guessing, but I'm going to be also hosting the game. So I had no, to figure I out. think the people need to know what your searches no, are. No, they will. I'll find a way to include myself right. to the game. So I might end up having Bob come in. I don't I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet, but this will be probably in the next two weeks. We're going to do that. <laughs> I think that'll be fun because just people who are observant and listen to the things we say, the jokes we make, you know, we'll probably be able to figure out the top <laughs> our top five porn searches. All right, go ahead. This Sorry, going to be amazing. No, I mean, that would be, uh, I mean, I mean, doing that would be just like, it'll come, it'll just absolutely come. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most childish laugh joke ever. Oh, just, just everywhere, it, too. It just occurred to me. And uh, it would span the entire porn universe. I think we're going to actually, it'll be sort of like, um, I don't know, maybe a little educational for some of the people on the network, although I doubt it, you know, like we'll probably like uh, be able to cover everything in terms of what, what sort of fetishes are there. But, you know, like, uh, I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, it's, I think I, I think broke they, Tony. I, I'm still, I'm still scratching my head over the uh, revelations of Steve. I mean, that's just hilarious to me. I'm just like going because he's just like sh- casually sharing this information. Well, he's right? very that's what I can't get well, over. He's very Not that he did it, but I, I got to give him credit. Normal. He's comfortable. You know, he's a very you know willing wrong to with being share. Comfortable and it's and like Abe says, nothing wrong with him doing any of that. Obviously, but it's more of just like. Like, I think most people would be like, hmm, is this the place to share this? Is this a friend group that I want to share this with? This is an intimate detail about my personal life, let alone on the air, Mm -hmm. (laughs) let alone with like the people that are a part of this network, you know? So that's just more of where, and it didn't phase him apparently. Mm. I need to find out which episode because I want to, I have a long ride back home. I want to listen to this because I'm like, I have to know how Bob reacted to that whole thing. Yeah. I, you know, like, I guess we'll, I guess we'll find out. I mean, uh, I mean, if Mike pulls off this little uh, game show. uh, I think that's going to be, Interesting. Do you think that people will guess yours? So here's it's, it's just so is it or, or I'm sure you haven't really 100 percent figured I it out. I think I'll yet. be the easiest. Is one. it gonna be positions or like types? It does anything we the okay, whenever we're in the mood to look at porn, mm-hmm. whatever we typically search. Okay. It doesn't have to be a position, it could be, you know, bukaki. Okay. <laughs> it can be rainbow parties, it can be, you know, whatever. It, it, the listeners will have to guess. And this I may come idea. up with multiple choice. I'm not sure yet. Again, I have to figure out how the game will work. Family feud style survey said. <laughs> <laughs> so someone's got to play the, you know, like, uh, that's yeah, Bob will play our, our Steve Harvey sort of like, uh, he'll host. play the, the traumatized individual. <laughs> AKA host. So, do you think it'll be easy for them to figure yours out, Tony? Or will yours be an enigma? Because uh, I I'm honestly probably, feel I'm like... I'm probably more conservative. I feel like I'm going to be able to guess like two of yours and then like there's going to be two on that list that technically aren't anything sexual, Mine but will you'll be have boring. picked them anyway. Mine will be boring. 
like welding or something. Yeah, <laughs> like you just know, like weird Tony shit. What? You know, just like well, a, I think Tony will have like when he's like, in the mood for porn, it'll be like missionary. It'll start doggy, off with like uh, rip, like like tales of food ribaldry review videos and like welding. <laughs> it'll start off with like tales of ribaldry, like ye old porno <laughs> old English, <laughs> <laughs> old English. You know, oh like God cosplay. Yeah, <laughs> milady, please assume the position for me. <laughs> Wow. Like, oh God. While I thrust my spear Very into the thrust. void. It's softcore. You you won't even be able to see any penetration or anything. What was the point of softcore? That's such a tease. To show off acting skills? No, it's not. <laughs> For, or storyline. Yeah, Have you story seen line. some of that shit? Boring. For storyline. Okay, th- there is a. Well, I'm I'm a girl, so I guess I, I like the storyline. There's a bit of, I want to say the early days of softcore porn. <laughs> like it's actually, I I I liked it. I thought it was pretty cool. It's Some fucking of it, hot. You guys ever watch Red Shoe Diaries? No. Back in the day, no, I that's haven't. considered a, a real movie now. People, it's become kind of a cult favorite. So be, now, because of that, people love it and they think it's great. But Back when it was airing, they were pretty much softcore porn. And they would be the things that would be playing on USA on cable at 3 in the morning or Skinamax. And I believe David Duchovny is one of the main stars in Red Shoe Diaries. He's actually made jokes about it. So some of them are are sexy. Some of them are very sensual. But if you're looking to jerk it and you're a 13-year-old kid, it works. If you're a man of my caliber now and my refined taste. Oh, you're refined. My refined, yes. He was an aerator for his wine people. Yeah, then it may not work. It might be too tame. But when I was a kid, it was Well, when you're a kid, the Sears catalog will work. Yeah, that's true. But even as a teenager, I, I don't know, maybe an older teenager, teenager still. Uh, yeah, it was still fun to check it out. Well, like, what was that channel usually on? Like Showtime, right? Or Skinamax? No, Cinemax. Cinemax. It was, Cinemax. It was oh, skin, yeah. yeah it, that's why uh, it, to this day, Cinemax is still trying to shake that funk because they don't do that anymore. They're actually a actual, like, legit original programming cable channel that puts out some pretty good fucking TV shows, but people still think it wasn't Skinamax. just David Duchovny. Also, there was no, there was like- a lot of big names in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. we should do a Katrina Revolve on it. There we go. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I'm looking forward to uh, our next big Rain Man game show project. The game where, shows are always fun. You know, like Depraved, which is what we need, right? Exactly. Well, you know, Depraved is a uh, part of the network. It it's, is. Yeah, it truly it's, a, is. Re- it's a prerequisite. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that is the Rain Man post show. This is again your MC Tony G and my homie and homette, AV and Thomas. We'll catch you later. Good night.